And we are back with another episode of the How About Them Celtics podcast. You heard it in the intro. I changed it up. Actually, I don't I don't even know if you've heard it yet, Sam, but the intro is changed, it. including Cedric Maxwell, now the iconic line, formerly the From the Raptors podcast. It's the same podcast, same show. We're the same. Everything is the same. Just a different name, different brand, different colors, uh, different look. Uh, so you can find it in the same Spotify, Apple places. Uh, find it on YouTube with the new background. It looks... I would say cleaner i think it looks a little yeah. bit better um so you find us in all the same places just not from the rafters anymore we are now how about them celtics just to make sure you know that you're listening to a celtics podcast um last I mean, not everything's kinda... the same not everything <laughs> yeah. is the same we changed no. the name and we uh, did. things have gone very poorly things have gone downhill quick i i've written a bunch of articles about it for heavy and uh one for celtics blog and my, my intro for most of the articles is the celtics offseason started out so well but in the past few weeks it's just been all the way downhill right gallinari got hurt we've talked about that robert williams is going to need knee surgery we haven't talked about that yet because we haven't had a podcast since the news was announced but we'll get to that later because the more pressing news is that ime udoka uh, is facing a potential suspension with the team. He could be out for the entire season uh, because and <clears throat> I want to get this wording correctly so I don't misquote anybody or you know say anything incorrectly. So I'm going to pull up Shams's reporting uh, if my internet decides to load. Um, <laughs> Ime Udoka had an, yeah exactly. Ime Udoka had an improper, intimate, and consensual relationship with a female member uh, of the team staff. It's been deemed a violation of the franchise's code of conduct. Now, before we even start discussing this at all and the ramifications of the Celtics and talking about uh, what's going to happen moving forward with Ime Udoka. I just wanted to talk about or briefly mention how poorly it's being handled, right? Like you started with Woj tweeting out the news, um, whether or not he knew the full extent of the details, I don't know. But then Shams, it seemed like in a race to be involved and like get the next scoop, released the more information. And then 20 minutes later, Woj said, oh, no, I want the last word in this way, uh, in this, you know, news cycle. And he released some information that, oh, he could be the whole season. And you have all these other. Uh, I think Adam Taylor, our friend of the podcast, mentioned wannabe insiders reporting, oh, it could be this person. It could be with multiple women. It could be this person. And I, I'm not going to name any women. And I don't want I don't think we should. Like, I think that's irresponsible because we don't know the details. But you, you see these big Twitter accounts posting pictures of females in the Celtics organizations, which is not only sexist, but just completely irresponsible. You don't like you can't just be pointing blame at random people because you're guessing because then you have uh, incels for lack of a better word on Twitter going to these people's Instagrams and commenting disgusting things. It's just completely unprofessional, completely inappropriate. Uh, and th the way that this has been handled is nothing short of a disaster um, for the Celtics. And just it's just a bad look for anybody who follows the league and has been involved in this setting capacity. Don't speculate when you don't know the details. And if you have a large following on Twitter, especially don't speculate because then you lead uh, others and you have a responsibility when you have a following like that. It's been, it's just been handled so, so poorly um, since the news has broke from Woj. Uh, and it's it's disappointing to see. But 
we can talk about the Celtics perspective uh, instead because that's what we're here for. We're talking about what's happening with the Celtics. Uh, Joe Missoula, assistant coach who took over when Will Hardy left for the Utah Jazz, is expected to step in. You hear reports from Chris Mannix saying that there has been some rumblings that Ime Udoka could just resign uh, after all of this. You, you've heard that um, Chris Mannix tweeting out, don't be surprised if Frank Vogel gets a spot on the coaching staff because there's not a lot of experience. There's a lot going on, a lot to digest um, from the Celtics perspective. Sam, you were asleep when the news dropped. I was. Uh, I was not. You obviously had a, a rude awakening. What were you? Th- what was going through your head? Uh, yeah. So news? let's see. I didn't work today, but I did wake up at like two in the morning. Just happened to wake up, and I've <laughs> happened to just look at my iPad, and I'm like, "Why are there all these notifications for Twitter?" And I start looking, and I go, oh "Boy!" And I tweet the picture of Paul Pierce and. That that tweet always does well. I tweeted Classic. it twice today. Um, yeah, man, what a mess! It's not what you want to wake up to. We don't know all the details yet, but what we know now seems a bit extreme. Like I don't know it if what they're reporting is true and it was consensual. Is there a problem with him having a power position and it happening? Yeah, that's why it's in their rules. But I don't think Mm -hmm. that's something that you should be suspended for an entire year for. It's not. It's not a crime. It's not. It just morally was consensual. In the the real issue is not so much with the team. I mean, he's got a family. He's not married yet. They're engaged, but you know he's got kids like that's going to create an issue with this relationship with his family. Yep. That's going to be something he's going to have to deal with. Now he's going to deal with potentially losing his job or having to step down. I mean, there's speculation that the team's trying to force him out. That's why it's being handled like this. You know, we, you, you started off talking about how poorly it's been handled. I don't think it's been handled. Great. I don't understand. There's a lot not to understand right now. Just before one thirty, if you are listening and news has come <laughs> yeah. out, it is one thirty. Recording on September Thursday. It is one twenty-seven <laughs> when I'm saying this. Just in case. So we we don't know what really happened. What we know right now is he's potentially going to be suspended for a year. Missoula is the front runner to take over in his absence, and yep. the reason why he's being suspended is because he had a consensual relationship with a team employee while he was the head coach of the Celtics, which is against team protocols. So you can say what you want. These are my opinions. This is not Jack. I just, I think it's a bit much for what we know right now. It is a bit much to suspend him for a year. It's a bit much to risk losing the guy who coached his ass off last year for the Celtics. Now again, could come out. It was much worse. I don't know right now, but what we know is it was consensual and the real issue they have is he went against team protocols. Is that worth a year suspension? I don't think so. Yeah. Is it worth forcing a guy out that was in coach of the year talks and turned your team around and brought you to the finals? I don't think so. It's just a bad look all around. And again, mm-hmm. who knows? It could be very bad. They could be justified. We don't know yet. We're waiting. Yeah. My thing is, and this is more speculation. I, I'm I'm talking about how like speculation is bad. When I, when I talk about the speculation being irresponsible, I'm talking about posting pictures of women in the Celtics organization on Twitter and speculating that way. That's irresponsible. 
But my thing is, if the Celtics are, excuse me, going as far as considering suspending him for a year, and like you said, the speculation is maybe he could resign and they're trying to force him to do that. I can't imagine that this is all the details, right? Like there, there has to be more to it, which is unfortunate. And we may never know the full extent as to what happened. Um, that's something we're just going to have to live with and deal with. But I trust the Celtics there. I mean, they're, they do what's best for the organization. They follow organizational policies. And they, if they think that what Udoka did is worthy of at the very least a year long suspension, then it probably is right. And, some of the conversation on Twitter is talking about how it's a bad look for this to come out. Um, Excuse me. Right next to the Robert Sarver issue. And I I talked about the Robert Sarver thing on my podcast, the Simone NBA show, which I would do for heavy Um, total, just horrible human, by the way, like just the, I don't know if you read his statement when he was talking about like having to sell the sons, Mm -hmm. he essentially said, well, I would have had a year to get your forgiveness, but since you're canceling me, I'll just sell the team. It was just gross. Like it was sad. And it was like, he was trying to host his own pity party. It was disgusting. But um, some of the conversation is, well, how is Utoka going to get a year suspension uh, for having a consensual, you know, affair or whatever you want to call it with the team employee and Sarver got a year suspension for all the horrible things he did. I don't see that as a mistake on the Celtics. I think that's a mistake on the NBA. I think they should have just banned him, right? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, I don't think this should be reflecting poorly on the Celtics because uh, this was a team issue versus an NBA issue. And Woj made that very clear when he talked on uh, ESPN last night. Um, I think the NBA should have done more to punish Sarver, not to make this a conversation about that instead of Udoka, but I don't think you should be comparing it in the way of, oh, the Celtics are punishing Udoka too much. I think you should be comparing it in the sense of the NBA didn't punish Sarver enough. Um, So that's my just take on that comparison. But regardless, I I do think there's probably more to this story we haven't heard yet. Um, And my thing is, I understand um, how great Udoka was. He Like you said, he finished fourth in Coach of the Year voting. I I wrote that up. So I know that for a fact. He he led a Celtics team that started the year under 500 to an NBA finals run and helped them uh, have the best defense in the NBA. His defensive schemes got the most out of Robert Williams. His offensive schemes got the most out of Marcus Smart. Jason Tatum was all NBA first team. Jalen Brown uh, looked great. He didn't make the all-star team, but he brought it back the second half of the season. Al Horford played great. It was a great season. Grant Williams had a breakout year. The Celtics did phenomenal things last year, but I don't see how he can come back, right? Like, I don't know about you and we can talk about this. I don't think that there's a chance that this ends up in Udoka coming back because from my perspective, if I had to walk into that locker room and face all these people after everything that has come out, I don't know if I could do it and not only have to walk into the locker room explain to the like uh, and i've seen like speculation that oh celtics players knew about it and were prepped or whatever but i don't know how you can expect udoka to go back into that locker room re or not only re-earn the trust of his players and coaching staff not only re-earn the respect of his players and coaching staff but take command of that locker room again right because how is he going to be expected to do that after everything that's come out right and maybe this is part of the reason we're hearing oh maybe they're trying to force him to resign I just don't see a way this ends up with Udoko back on the Celtics sideline. I don't know if I agree with the 
whole locker room thing. I think the hardest thing he's got to deal with is going home to his family. That that's the hard part. Of course, it yes. doesn't affect the players. I'm just talking. Celtics and this this team is, and it's sad that we have to talk about his family. It, this team is always traveling together. They're on the road together. They are on team planes with a very small group. They're in practices with very small groups. I highly doubt that if something was happening, nobody knew about it. It's just, it's just not how true. it works. Man. No, no, no. Just, you're right. You know, so if they respected him through it, I don't think that's a problem. And I don't know. Well, it, de- it depends what all the players think, I guess. I'm not them. But I mean, in terms of basketball, I don't think that makes it. No, I know. In terms my, my of thing respecting is respecting him as a coach. I understand what you're saying, kind of. And maybe they will respect him as coach. And side note, you're completely right. Like the, the real person who should be getting the attention to this is uh, Nia Long. Like just how awful that not only this happened to her and her family, but that it's being publicized like this and reported like this. It's just, I can't imagine. So apologies or whatever you want to call it. Like you, you have to feel bad for the family, like you said, but again, going back to the Celtics perspective, I don't think the issue is them respecting him as a coach. I think it's as deep and as sad as this is to say, I think it's probably them respecting him as a person, right? Like, if you you tell me this, Sam, if somebody you knew went out there and, you know, cheated or had an affair with somebody else, like, would you not look at them differently? Like, that's just natural human, like, thought process, in my opinion, right? Like, it sucks. And obviously, he's a phenomenal coach. And I think he would still be capable of coaching a great basketball team. But I don't know if he could go into that locker room and still have the team's respect as, like, people, not even just, like, a coach in basketball perspective. Depends on what all their values are. Who knows? Who knows well, what happens? I, I assume at least most I'm of not them an NBA player, so I really don't know. You don't know, you know, what goes on in their lives if they do it. it they probably don't. Who knows? Tristan it's Thompson's wrong. not on the team anymore, yeah, Sam. Go there on, you man. go. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know, man. I don't. I don't think that is a big factor in this. I don't. I don't think that the players are a factor in this. I think. They respect the hell out of the guy. Well, I don't think what about they the coaches? Know. The coaches, I, I, you can, the coaches, you can say fine. And if you really want to get into it, I'm sure you've seen the Missoula stuff going around. Which, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, mean just... there you go. You, you you look up anybody, you can find something on them. I'm sure. Yeah, but it, as far as the team and everything like that, like if it was happening and it was internal, they probably knew, or, or some see, of them. I don't knew. think they did. I do. Uh, all right. I mean, did you see? Our good friend Ennis Freedom's tweet. He's a clown. Garbage. He, he's a moron. What a garbage human. That's awful, dude. You can't like. Come on. That's like everything about freedom. Let's right, read. Exactly. Let's see what he said because some people may not have seen it. I'll so pull it up. Me... I'll pull it up. Okay, you can read it. Ennis Freedom. I'll let's go see, to see if anything came out. Ennis Freedom said, "No need for revenge. Just sit back and wait. Those who hurt you will eventually screw up themselves. If you're lucky." Uh, God will let you watch karma. And he's talking about how Yudoka didn't play him. Dude, you were bad. You were objectively bad. You didn't fit the system and you did not play winning basketball when you were on the Celtics. Like this had nothing to do with your religious beliefs, with your, uh, you know, wanting to speak out. It had to do with the fact that you weren't a fit in Ime Udoka's system. And so you didn't get minutes. It's the same reason Peyton Pritchard didn't get minutes at the start of the season, right? Like it, it, I, it anyways, I don't want to talk about Ennis Freedom anymore. He's an idiot and I don't, 
I don't like him very much. So I don't really want to speak about him as a person. Um, anyways, it's just, this whole thing is so awful and just <laughs> handled so poorly. Did you see the, uh, potential burner account tweet, uh, from last night involved in the, the madness <clears throat> or am I about to no, drop a bomb? Definitely did not, did not see a lot from yesterday. So, Woj tweeted the news at 10 30, I think around that. Uh, and then Shams tweeted the mm-hmm. report and the Woj tweet had, you know, no actual info. It was just, oh, he could get suspended. And then Shams revealed that it was an affair or a consensual re- relationship uh, with a team member at like 1 a.m. Right at like 1250, I think. <clears throat> well, at 915 p.m., an hour and 15 before Woj's tweet and three hours before Shams's tweet. Uh, a random Twitter user tweeted out, if there's one person who will never get fired for sleeping around, it's Ime Udoka. <laughs> really? Tweeted this an hour and 15 minutes before Woj uh, and three hours, over three hours before Shams. Um, which is like crazy, right? Like people have speculated that it's a burner account. I don't know <clears throat> what other, you know, answers there could be for what it is like it has to be some sort of account that knows udoka i assume because that's a random thing to tweet out when there's no information on the situation and then an hour later this bombshell gets dropped on the nba landscape um and you people still don't know what it's about but then this person does so people are like who who is this guy like what is happening here so that that was a, a mystery of the night uh, in a, on a night of unfortunate <laughs> events, I guess you could say. Um, Dude, I'm like yeah. furious. I'm so upset with all of this. <laughs> yeah. You have no idea. Like, what a what a horrible <laughs> thing to wake up to. What a horrible punishment that is. Right now at 1:41, what a horrible punishment it is. It just yeah. seems unnecessary, and you're throwing a wrench into this team when you you. You have to do something, I guess, but you don't need to do this unless you do, which we don't know yet. But as of now, you don't need to do this. Yeah. Yeah. It's just messed up. And then you have Richard Jefferson tweeting irresponsible things, too. I don't know if you saw his tweets. I saw one of them. He just wanted wanted everyone to know that he knows something. Yeah. I don't know. It's just... It's being handled very irresponsibly. Um, uh, <laughs> God damn it, Woj. You can't yeah. do that. <laughs> Dude tweets an ad. What yeah. That? What is happening? Yeah, Woj tweeting an ad, retweeting stuff about James Wiseman. Woj, this is not the time. <laughs> this is not what you need to be tweeting about at the moment. But, <clears throat> yeah, I don't know what's going to happen. Um, it's brutal. Joe Mazzulla looks like he's going to step up, even though as people have been quick to point out, he doesn't have the cleanest history either, which is not what you want at this point, right? Like, it's just such I mean, a you can terrible... You can also be an adult and grow up, you know, like it happened when he was in college, if I'm not mistaken. Like, you, I understand. You I understand. I'm just saying, person. I understand that. I'm just saying it's a not a great look to go from this situation and then have people, like you said, people pick up stuff on anybody. No, no, I know what you're saying. It's just... My my entire point is this is not a great time to be the Celtics. If you want to weigh the worstness of two things, 
No, no, I don't want to do that. <laughs> I don't want to do that. I'm just saying it sucks to be the Celtics right now. This is not a fun situation for anybody involved. It's but annoying, we're kind of stuck here. It feels and, really something that did not need to happen. No, and media day is Monday. <laughs> Which so, I was excited for until today. I was too. I was too. No, we were going to do care. our we were going to do our standings projections today. I think for the podcast next week. And then, uh, if there's not more news by next week, then next week. But uh, anyways, do you want to cut the Udoka talk and talk about Robert Williams now? Uh maybe we can. I don't know what else there is to say about Udoka. I just, like that's all I got. I don't think he'll be back. As much as that might suck, I just. I think it's an untenable situation. If you have, opinion. if you're going to give up a coach like that because of an incident like this, which as of now is a consensual relationship with somebody within the organization, I don't know what to tell you. That I is, don't think it's that though. It, you here, you can I'll, say you don't think it's that and I can agree with you, but right now that's what we know. And let if, me speculate again. For if you have what we have right now, it is not worth it. Let me he's speculate. A, he's a good second. coach. The players love him. He was excellent last season in his first year as a head coach. He's only going to get better. I mean, it is not worth this. I'm sorry. Right okay. now, it's not. This, at 144. This is my assumption. And again, this is all speculatory. I don't want this to come out and be anything more than just me speculating. I think the Celtics... And I saw this on Twitter I, or somewhere. I forget who said it. Celtics leaked this information to Woj or Shams. They, they said this. Um, or they were going to put this out there in the hopes that Udoka just resigns because there's more to the situation that they're trying to be, you know, just be the bigger person or the organization, I guess, in the sense that they just don't want to get out there. Like that. that's my assumption, right? Because other than that, a year long suspension for this seems like inter- like not interesting, but like, you know, questionable. <laughs> Quite, there has it's to criminal. Be I mean, there has to be. I, I don't disagree that there's probably more, but right now, what we know is he had a consensual relationship with somebody within the organization. Is it morally correct that he cheated on his fiance? No, it's not. It's not great. However, it's not something you should be suspended from your job that you're great at for a year for. I think we need to take out the he's created his job part, though, because I understand and I understand it sucks that we're they're losing a great coach. But like, <laughs> I don't think that that should be relevant in this situation because it has nothing to do with his ability. Right. Like if this was Rick Pitino and he was doing this, people would be saying, oh, good. There's a reason. Right. Like that. It shouldn't come into play here because it has nothing to do with his coaching ability. It's about his actions away from coaching on the floor, which I I, is important. I as far as this goes. I will say this. I sure hope for the punishment and the replication, whatever repercussions (laughs) of this thing. There is more to this. Not that I want anyone to have gone through any trauma, but for this to be as big of an issue as it is, there had better be. Because if that's not the case, then the team is doing everything it can to just please the public, which I hate. Absolutely hate that. Because you're afraid of what, Twitter, the, the loud people on Twitter will say, and you don't want them to be angry at you, you'll do this. I mean, I don't know, man. I, I don't dis, I'm not out on it. I'm, I'm not saying that it's impossible that there's something else coming. I tend to lean in your direction on that. I think for this to be there the situation, be. there has to be something else. But right now, 
what's happening makes no sense. It's confusing. But anyways, let's talk about Robert Williams now. Sure. Um, because we haven't talked about enough bad news on the podcast today. Um, it was reported first, actually, by Sean Devaney of Heavy.com. So shout out Heavy. Uh, <clears throat> Robert Williams is going to undergo arthroscopic knee surgery and will miss four to six weeks. Uh, four weeks would take him right up to the first day of the regular season. On the day it was announced, um, mm-hmm. the four-week mark was exactly the start of the regular season. I believe he had surgery last night because he put something on his Instagram uh, saying like a, a prayer hands emoji and a, a little time. Uh, what is that called? It's, uh, sand. Hourglass. Or... Hourglass. Thank you. Uh, sand. Uh, hourglass emoji. What were you going to um, guess? What was your guess? I was about to say sundial, but that I, sundial? Just, I, I knew that was wrong. I think I, I sand, sun, and then that. Anyways, uh, four right. weeks would take him right up Hold to the there. start of the regular season. Six weeks would see him miss the first couple weeks of the regular season. Woj's initial tweet also mentioned six to eight weeks, but he doubled back and said four to six in his uh, uh, later report. So I'm going to go with four to six. <clears throat> Unfortunate. I mean, you talk about Gallo tearing his ACL that leaves him without a power forward. Now, Robert Williams, uh, is having knee surgery again. Uh, he is having going to miss four to six weeks. I mean, uh, I seen a lot of people on Twitter saying, Oh, uh, cause Lonzo balls knee surgery, which is <laughs> seemingly a very similar one. I got announced, I think a day later or the same day, someone tweeted out, uh, so we're the knee doctors just all on vacation this summer. And I understand that, but I think the Rob thing, at least I saw this speculation or I, I don't think it was a report, but something along the lines of they wanted to give him the off season to recover. Um, yeah, somebody tweeted probably, that at me. Yeah. Cause I was angry man on Tuesday saying, yeah, why on earth would you wait all summer and then decide to have knee surgery? And I still kind of feel that way. Yes. But I mean, I guess you don't want to do another surgery for no reason if you don't have to, but I mean, you should have like, I don't know, decided at the beginning of the month. You could have done it a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah, I I mean, it's not going to make a difference at this point. Just don't. It's another thing. It just seems unnecessary. Do I want Rob out there playing hurt? No. Do I want his knee to be uh, properly structured? Yeah. But you could have had that all set and ready to go in August. You could have had him have surgery right after the finals. I don't care. (laughs) Yeah. Anyways, now we're living in a world where Rob is probably going to miss the first two weeks of the season. uh, And that leaves the Celtics with a need for big man depth because they also don't have Gallinari. So they're really their only big men or front court players are Grant Williams, Al Horford, and Luke Cornett. And Sam Hauser, do you want to throw him in that such in no. that uh, mix too? No, Sam <laughs> Hauser is just forward. standing there shooting threes. He's not a big. <laughs> I don't care how tall um, he is. That's his job is to shoot. But uh, you also all the speculation came out or people guessing. Oh, they should sign Dwight Howard. They should sign Lamarcus Aldridge, Hassan Whiteside, Demarcus Cousins. Boo! Uh, you heard those guys are valuable in their name, and that's it. Jay King of The Athletic reporting that the Celtics have no interest in the big name guys. They want to bring in more younger players and they Good. released Bruno Caboclo uh, signed. Shout out Bobby Manning, CLNS Media and Celtics blog for reporting some more news. Uh, they signed Luka Samanich, who was a former Spurs pick, um, <clears throat> 22 years old. He played for the G League team, I think Pistons last year, maybe. Uh, so he's West going Chester, to be there. Knicks. Westchester. Thank you. Um, I think I saw a clip of him playing Pistons. Uh, They also have Noah Vonley uh, on a training camp deal. Exhibit 9, not an Exhibit 10, which is a slight different uh, contract. It just, I think that means he has a better chance than the Exhibit 10 guys, which should tell you something. Um, And also, Kevin Gailey is still on the two-way contract. But uh, I wrote about 
potential internal options, like what could happen internally for the Celtics. Um, and Luke Cornett is the answer. Uh, yeah, it's not cause... a not a good answer, but it's it's the one that's there, and it's the one that I think Celtics fans are gonna have to deal with for now. Luke Cornett wasn't horrible the the no. season before last, where he actually got some run. He wasn't horrible. The problem would be is if they really start forcing Grant to play center. I don't like that. I'll tell you why. The season before last, they did that, and <laughs> Grant struggled. He put on weight to try and help him adjust to the new role, and he didn't fare well. It, affect his athleticism he looked more tired he obviously didn't shoot well last season he found his fit on the team they need to extend him by the way and they (laughs) need him to continue to grow in that role because that's what the players that are at the top of this team need tatum brown they need guys to space the floor be reliable from three so they can drive to the paint grant can give you Plenty of things at the four. You don't need him trying to play the five and do things he's not necessarily the best at. Simple as that. And Rob's only going to be out for a few weeks. They don't need to rush him back. It. I mean, listen, who knows what the season's going to be now. It, losing Ime Udoka isn't the end of the world. It's not. You still have all the players on your team, which are you know kind of what the people want to see. But to act like he was not part of the success last year would be ignorant. So... You have to take all of that into consideration. You know, it's tough, tough, man. At least Rob's coming back, right? You'll have him and he'll be healthy. I'm more concerned about Al Horford. That's that's the problem I have with this because <laughs> I was like, oh, man, like now you're going to have to have Al out there. He's going to have to play bigger minutes at the beginning of the season. He should be the one, regardless of Rob having surgery, not having surgery, they should have been bringing in somebody to give Al some rest because you don't need that guy out there too often this year. Until until the spring rolls around, I really don't want to see Al Horford too, too much. I want him getting consistent minutes, but I don't want him overworked. Guy balled out in the playoffs last year because he was prepared for it and he was rested and he was yeah. ready to go. Don't need him not being that this year. Yeah, and I understand that. I think the key that you said there was he's not going to be out for the whole year. At worst right now, it seems like it's going to be the first two weeks of the season. Um, And if you're telling me that the Celtics have to run with Grant Williams, Luke Cornett, Sam Hauser, uh, Al Horford for two weeks, I'm okay with that, right? Like, it's not, it's really not the end of the world. It'll be fine. They also have Kevin Gala to play some minutes. If Bonley signs a contract, he could be there to play some minutes. uh, And whoever else they find uh, that comes out of training camp. Um, I wrote about internal options, like I said, for Celtics blog. Uh, and a stat to note, because I got a lot of uh, pushback when I talked about Cornette on Twitter. Um, Cornette's not that bad, right? Like, he's obviously not a great perimeter defender, which is something Rob does really well, which is you're going to miss. But uh, if you look at his paint defense, Lou Cornette over the past two seasons, if you take his uh, the games he played this past year and the year prior with the Bulls and the Celtics when the Celtics had him for the first time around, um, he defends... The restricted area, opponents shoot 62.8% against him uh, from the field. And in the paint non-restricted area, he shoots uh, opponents shoot 39.2%. Those numbers, and obviously, I'll preface it by saying it's a much smaller sample size and probably worse opponents. Those numbers are better than what Robert Williams did last year and what Al Horford did last year. So then they mean nothing. <laughs> exactly. Sure. <laughs> but my point is, he is a capable interior defender. It's not saying he's better than either of those because he's very clearly not because they play 
better people and they play uh, more minutes and they uh, face more shots. But the point is, he's a capable interior defender. So if you're going to put a team of elite perimeter defenders around him in the middle, it's not going to be the end of the world, right? You can live with that for a couple weeks. And your point about Grant Williams, I understand where you're coming from, but I think it's actually going to be really important for him to play some center minutes because not only has he shown the ability to play that uh, in the past in his rookie season, but he showed the ability to do it last year for stretches. He guarded Embiid really well in that one Sixers game where they blew him out. He guarded Jokic so well that last season that they call him the Batman now. Uh, he guarded Giannis at an elite level in the postseason. He's fully capable of guarding these bigger, stronger guys that, um, you know, Robert Williams struggles with even right. Like Robert Williams wasn't great uh, when he was <clears throat> guarding those big men. So Al Horford had to do it. Um, so if you're going to have to rely on guys like Sam Hauser and more minutes from Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown at the four, having Grant there who can guard those bigger opponents when he needs to is really important. And I think the Celtics will be fine because of that. So yeah, I'm not, but having I'm not Rob worried. makes it easier for Grant to guard those guys. That's part of it. It's a team effort, especially no, this for isn't me saying. <laughs> I'm not, I know you're not completely yes. on it, but I'm telling you why you might not see Grant have that same success early on in the season if he's guarding big guys like that. If you want opening night and you have Embiid there and you want Grant on him, well, if Grant gets beat, Rob's not waiting for him at the rim. That <laughs> is the value of Rob. I it makes it easier on Al Horford, who's old now, right? He's old, 36, will be 37. He's not going to be able to bang with those guys as easy either. You're going to need that reinforcement, which is fine. I mean, it's not going to be the whole season. Fingers crossed. You never know. Since we changed our name, all of a sudden things aren't good anymore. <laughs> no, you're right. And I understand what you're saying. Is that karma um, on the team, Jack, would you say? Uh, <laughs> I don't think so. Well, I'll tell you some karma. For the past week or so, I've been throwing around article ideas at Celtics blog, like uh, thinking of stuff to write. The day before the Robert Williams injury, I started writing, uh, you know, why this could be a breakout season for Williams. I did a very similar thing. <laughs> so, but then two days ago, uh, we were throwing around an idea. I was going to write something along the lines of why Brad Stevens is building a, co a team that's a coach's dream. And then a day later, Boston's coach is involved. So uh, I think I'm cursing the team a little bit. Maybe, maybe I'm the issue, but uh, definitely not ideal. Not a, a fun thing to watch from a Celtics perspective. It's not great. We're not um, even watching anything. We're just going on Twitter and it's miserable. Uh, hey, I'm, they haven't I'm even gone on the floor that. yet. They haven't spoken to the media. Nothing. And it's still I'm miserable. About that. Yeah, it's brutal. It's yeah, great. Uh, Missoula's from Rhode Island, just like me. Fantastic. I can relate to that. I feel fantastic. A Rhode Islander leading the way for the Celtics. Excellent. Is he Rhode Islander? He's a yes. from Rhode Island. There you go. His brother was in uh, some classes with me for my first couple of years of high school. Oh, that's kind of cool. That's, that's very cool. Um, gosh, do we talk potential Robert Williams replacements? I mean, obviously the big names are out. Like, dude, if we're gonna talk Robert yet? Williams replacements, and we're not gonna talk about the names that people actually know, you know how difficult this is gonna be for us. <laughs> Meaning me. I actually, yeah, I'm sure you have a list. You with your, you know, G League list well, of guys or or potential guys that haven't been signed yet. If nobody's signed yet, how valuable can they be, really? If you oh, want to get excited it. about someone, you can get excited about Luke Cornett. You can get excited about Kevin Jelly. There's nobody that they're really going to bring in right now that's going to knock your socks off. 
And Dwight Howard they... is the only name that I have any interest in. Only that is only because. Uh, n- listen, don't don't do that to me. I'm not saying it's my favorite thing on the planet. I'm saying it because he has a similar style of play to Rob, where he is athletic to a degree still, and you know, is he? How athletic is he anymore? He's got to be somewhat athletic. He's in the <laughs> league. He's not like out of, He's not like dumpy. He's not a lot of shape. He's not Jokic. I guess. Um, some guys off the top of my head that could potentially be brought in again. None of these guys are going to play minutes. This is just me saying if the Celtics need big man depth that can come in and just be a, a safety valve at the end of the bench. If Luke Cornett gets hurt, if Noah Vonley gets hurt, like imagine we get halfway into the season and Luke Cornett and Noah Vonley get like, you know, hurt or something. Or, well, that's when or, we start stretching out the two of us. Yeah. Yeah. I'll suit up. I'll suit up. But, um, some names I came up with again, if they're going with a younger players, not all have to be like, super young but jordan bell uh, an old warriors player uh, he could be around i know kenneth farid he's older he's above 30 but he's a guy who got a tryout with the warriors recently so he's got to have something left in him um, so so you'll talk about kenneth farid but you won't entertain the other guys <laughs> <laughs> hey kenneth Reed got a workout like, i didn't see dwight those guys were on teams last year <laughs> uh, yeah how'd that work they out weren't great but they were on teams <laughs> I don't know how well he that worked out. Get on the Warriors. He had a workout with them. <laughs> uh, uh, but yeah, Jordan Bell, someone I saw. I was looking at other names. I don't know uh, how good these guys are. I know uh, Onowaku. He's a guy who played really well overseas. The Celtics were connected to him earlier this summer. Um, <clears throat> they went to scout him potentially. Uh, it, you know, Kevin Gailey obviously is there. He played well in the G League. I just have a G League list here. Um, <clears throat> Zylan Cheatham. Cheatham is somebody I know. Uh, I know Emmanuel Terry played pretty well in the G League. He's a hustler guy. Again, all of these names are going to be you disappointing. You could put all of these guys' faces <laughs> on the screen, and I could not point out who is who. <laughs> wow, Sam, you're really destroying destroying your credibility. Oh, I don't know what to tell you. Taco Fall, you want to bring Taco back? There you go. Well, no, because then you have. The <laughs> I Facebook saw this page. on Twitter. I actually saw this on Twitter. Bring back uh, Vinny Sex Pants. Bring him in. Yeah, no, where's no, he at? He's not. He was. He wasn't good when he was here, man. <laughs> How did he play for France? He played at uh, Eurobasket, didn't he? He got murdered by uh, Nurkic. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I remember that. Let me look at that. How did Vinny's X-Fans do um, at Eurobasket? Let me go. Let's take a look. You want to guess? What do you think his stats were? How how often did he play? What did he do? Uh, He probably. (laughs) This is where we're at. This is content now. He probably um, played 18 minutes, 10 Eight points, five rebounds, or something. He played twelve minutes per game, uh, <clears throat> averaging six points and three rebounds. He's shot. I was close. Fifty nine percent from the field. Uh, from three point, did he take any threes? He did not. He took no threes. Um, or sorry, he made no threes. He took some. He didn't make them. Uh, he averaged. Mm, more turnovers than blocks. Okay, that's all we need to see out of Vinny's X fans. <laughs> Maybe not. Maybe not today, Vinny. Um, on a completely off-topic news, did you see that Joel Embiid could be playing for the French national team next year? Uh, cool man. <laughs> Sorry, I don't care. ADHD brain. Um, you know, you yeah. know what is good though is that there is actual competition in these international games. At least yeah, teams without fun. you know and the United States. You know who. Yeah. Uh, who won it all this year? Former Celtics legend Bo Cruz took home the Eurobasket yes. trophy. Uh, his brother won MVP. Um, shout out Willie Hernan Gomez and Luka Doncic got snubbed from the all tournament team. 
which is crazy. <laughs> Paul Pierce uh, doesn't see Lakers as legit contenders due to LeBron's age. For one, LeBron is a year older. Yeah, he averaged 30. <laughs> but how much longer can he do that? Well, he averaged 30, and they were still bad. So, I mean, he, he's not wrong. No, 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 no. He, he's not wrong. Do you think the Lakers are a legit contender, Jack? I don't think LeBron James is the reason they're not a legit contender. <laughs> if LeBron was 29, you might think they are. That doesn't mean he's the problem. <laughs> Saying, oh, just because it's eight years out of his prime, LeBron is the problem here is stupid. <laughs> he doesn't say that. This That's a headline, by the way. I know, of course. His quote is for LeBron. For one, LeBron is a year older. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, he averaged 30 points. Valid. But the team was still bad. How much longer can he average 30 for? So even if he averages 30, that team's still bad. That's what he's yes. saying. And sure. is he even going to be able to give him that? And and they were bad when he did that. So he's not wrong. I mean, I'm I'm not I don't think the Lakers would be good. I have the Lakers. I actually did a uh a Western Conference standings predictions on Twitter, like in five minutes. I had them at like ninth, I think, <laughs> getting into the play-in. Uh, but I don't know. We'll see. Uh, that's all I got. I, I have nothing else I needed or wanted to say about Udoka or Robert Williams. Um, <clears throat> and I think that's all of the Celtics news we got. And knowing our luck, as soon as we get off this recording, we're going to get more news on Ime Udoka. Uh, Celtics are going to say something, and we're going to miss it and not be able to talk about it. But and I don't see anything. I, <laughs> I don't, don't either. See a damn thing. I don't either. So I think that's probably gonna probably gonna be it. Is there anything else you wanted to say or talk about before we get on out of here? Yeah, I hope uh, whatever punishment is given, it's appropriate to whatever happened. So yeah. if this is all that happened, then I don't think the punishment should be so severe. I if there is the more news so. that comes out, fine. But right now. What is happening, what is being said, should not be happening. I trust the Celtics. If they're thinking about suspending him for a season, they have a reason. They better be right. right. They they better <laughs> yeah. be right. That's all I'm going to say. We don't need to get into all that, but they better be right. Uh, anyways, thank you guys for listening to How About Them Celtics again. Name change, same podcast. We are the same. Everything is the same except for the name and the branding. Uh, so I guess you could argue a lot of I finally but... contributed something. I <laughs> said well, this should be our name. It is. It's a great name. I just took out the uh, the profanity. Did you take it out of the intro? I know it's in the intro. (laughs) And what? Well, I guess. I guess. Yeah. Whatever. Well, you know what I'm saying. Just for display and on Spotify, like you want to. Yeah. Fair. First impression. That's what it is. Uh, But how 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 would anyone recover from reading "damn" off off the screen? How would they ever? How (laughs) would they be able to go about the rest of their day? I think it flows better. I think the four words is better. Like, how about them Celtics is like that's fine. Then how about them damn Celtics? I um, I am a bit even though we really don't curse on this podcast too much. I'm don't. big on. I don't understand why people get so upset when people curse. I don't either. I have no problem with profanity. But like you said, I just think since we don't really curse, we we try not to on the podcast. Having a borderline hey, damn is like is it a curse word? I, I don't think so. It. I'm pretty sure it's you can t- say damn on TV. It's technically a curse word in AP style. You put you put, gir- you put God on. in front of it. No, no, that's that's when people start getting <laughs> mad. But uh, we don't know to go down that path. We've talked about enough controversial stuff. Today. Sam's about to get into religion. Um, no, I'm not. I'm just saying that's that when you say it like that, that's when people get pissed. I know, I know. Um. Anyways, like I said, some news will break as soon as we get off here. It's two oh six on 
uh, September 22nd, Thursday. So we'll see. But thank you guys for listening to How About Them Celtics. Like on Apple Podcasts. Subscribe. We are here. Uh, we're on TikTok, Instagram, uh, and Twitter now uh, at How About Them Seas. So check those out. I'm going to let Sam do the outro. I'm just covering my bases because everything is new. All um, right. We're posting on TikTok. We're posting on Instagram. Check those out. Just saying. So they're, new all, platforms. they're all the same handle. All the same. I made okay. sure they're all the same. All right. How about all them right. Cs? All right. So I'll, well, I'll thank you, you very much for listening or watching. If you're watching here on YouTube, you're either on Guy Boston or you're on the How, How about, about Them Celtics YouTube page, yes, which has over 100 subs now, right? Thank you. 102. Look at that. Triple digits for the fellas. You if go. you're on Spotify or Apple or whatever <laughs> Jesus service you use to uh, <laughs> listen to your pods, make sure you follow us there in case the pod is not tweeted out. If it is tweeted out, you can find it. At how about them C's on Twitter? If you want clips, they'll be there. If you want them, they'll be on Instagram and TikTok too. On at, at the same handle, how about them yes, C's sir. on your screen? Uh, if you know you want Jack's work on heavy, you can follow him at Jack's Fun NBA. And if you want to see me complaining, tweeting out the sad Paul Pierce or posting my Houdini articles, you can follow me at Sam LaFrance NBA. That's it for us. Bye. Check, Jacko, come on.